Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Introducing The Corner Booth, a football podcast covering the latest trends and news in college football and the NFL. Here are your hosts, Jared and Mark. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next edition of The Corner Booth podcast. I'm your host, Jared Clem, along with our recently promoted, my newest co-host, and number two, Kevin Langley. Kevin, congratulations. Thank you. I'm no longer the third wheel. Now I'm the main chick. Let's go. Before before you enter, before you guys all freak out, Mark has decided. Mark has moved on to the management positions, like that. You know, I am in, and so is Kevin. But he's doing that full time. He will still come back to give me shit about how much I rip on Andrew Luck. You'll still get your Mark Riley fix. But by the way, Kevin. We have a new member joining our uh, Corner Booth family, though. Yes. We do. Miss um, Savannah Dean, she is the host of the Belly Up Blitz podcast, and she is going to be coming on for our football, sh- our pro football preview next week, and she'll be coming on a lot. You'll see a lot of her. She's a very talented girl. She's going to be great for our podcast, and uh, yeah, we're excited. But today... Unless we scare her off like we do with every woman in our lives. Speak for yourself. Um, but ladies and gents, it's the college football preview. Let's get rocking and rolling. Let's go. All right. So as you guys all know, before all by side, I'm a Hurricanes fan. Kev is a Alabama fan. So we're going to get this rock and rolling. I would have gone to Miami if I wasn't poor. And Kevin went there on a full, uh, went to Alabama on a full ride. So there you Woo. go. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. All right, let's get rock and roll. First off, Kevin, big storylines. For this college season, let's start with the first one. This is the first season with the transfer portal. I am excited off the bat to see teams like Miami, who took the benefit of it by getting like Bubba Bolden and Tate Martell, who might be converting to wide receiver, by the way, and uh, many others, versus the teams like Virginia Tech and Florida, who lost half their players through the portal. I'm tr- I I. It's going to be interesting this year because you see all these guys, like especially Justin Fields up in Ohio State and Jalen Hurts over in Oklahoma. All these guys quickly switching teams, almost like it's the NFL. It's it's almost kind of cool. I like the mobility aspect of it, but it's going to be weird seeing these guys in different uniforms. I am a fan of the transfer portal. I'm always a big fan of player mobility, kind of a player's unhappy in a certain situation because of something out of their especially control. Especially college, where like their whole – 
their, act, their whole their whole future is affected by one head coach. Yeah, and I think it's good for players. It can lead to more player happiness. The players will succeed more. But I also think it could become an issue in the future where a situation like was a concern with Tate Martell, where you just lose the starting job, and then there's rumors that they might transfer. If you lose the starting job, I don't think you should be eligible to transfer. You just need to get better at football. Well, here's the here's the deal. If you lose a starting job and you transfer to a lesser program, yes, Ohio State right now is a better program, at least ranking-wise, than Miami. But Miami could finish better than Ohio State this year. And before you jump to my throat, I'll explain why later. But here's the deal. Tay Martell may have had a blessing in disguise by coming to Miami. There's rumors that now he's transferring to wider, possibly transferring to wide receiver. The kid runs a 4-4 as a quarterback. That's still impressive, or 4-5. Like he's a, he's a, he's got speed. He's 5-11. His arm is good, but not great. He's a tough kid. He's a basket case, but he's a tough kid. What's keeping him from turning into another Julian Edelman type? Like, uh, but in college, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Julian Edelman was in the pros, but like that quarterback turn receiver who just becomes a nightmare in the slot to me i love the transfer portal i love the player mobility because all right let's say i'm a, I'm a, I'm a four-star recruiter gets recruited to, to 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 texas and i gotta sit by sam ellinger for three years and i'm like this is ridiculous ellinger and i'm like i am better than sam ellinger but tom herman's a, a moron all right send me to utah and I win the Heisman at Utah off of a transfer. Oh, look, I'm drafting the second round, and I'm possibly going to win the starting job for the Chiefs. or I mean, not Chiefs, but the Seahawks or the Giants or the Redskins, whatever. And that makes that much of a difference. So Jalen Hurts, under Lincoln Riley, could go from an undrafted, like, Blake Sims type, as me and Matt and Kevin know that joke from our Madden League, to becoming a possible second, third-round pick getting scooped up by the Ravens or the Broncos as a backup and getting a, a new lease on life in his football career. The Jalen Hurts thing's a little different because he was a graduate transfer. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm just – for the listeners, letting them know that we actually know what we're talking about. Somewhat. Because there's going to be someone out there who's going, Jalen Hurts is different. He was a graduate transfer. And fine. They're going to ignore the rest we're of the argument. All right, fine. No, it applies. I'm just adding I'm, to no, it. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going at you. I'm going at the, that theory. And it's like, all right, fine. Fields and Martell, who are both under, who are both underclassmen, <laughs> now they immediately on life because Martell wasn't going to play because Fields took his starting spot. Martell knew it, but here's the thing: he still lost out to Williams in Miami, who we talked about last week, but. The reason Williams won out is Manny Diaz is is from that like that old school thought the quarterback's got to have a cannon arm. Martell to me kind of felt like a Johnny Manziel with more mobility, college wise, not NFL wise. And so maybe Martell transferring was great. Justin Fields, I think he's gonna have a great career at Ohio State now because he wasn't gonna play behind Jake Fromm. No. Jake Fromm's a projected number. Jake Fromm's a projected early round first round draft pick, and I think not this year but next year's draft. So to me. This makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, no, I like I said, I like Transportal. I think I see some issues that can come from it, but overall, I think it's a good thing. Oh, yeah. All right. Next up, 
for the first time ever, Clemson Tigers are ranked number one in the AP preseason poll, followed by Alabama. And I will pull it up now because I cannot forget four through seven. But it's basically Alabama and Georgia, and then Ohio State's at five, and then you keep going down. I think Oklahoma's four. Oklahoma's four. Ohio State's five. LSU six. Michigan seven. You want me to keep going? Uh, you're good. Florida's eight, which is just ridiculous. And then, you know, I think 10 is, what, 10 is Texas, right? Yep. Notre Dame's nine. Yeah. This is, all right. Listen, can I just, we're, next thing we're going to do is talk about the top 10 poll. I, I could, after the top five, I could rip apart every single selection there. I mean, LSU got a transfer quarterback. We'll see how that fits with Ed Orgeron because I love Big Ed. Because, you know, by the way, folks, bias here, LSU, I always root for LSU because I almost went there because it was the only out-of-state school I could afford. I hate you so much. <laughs> I love you that. are the epitome of everything that is wrong with the world. <laughs> you saw my girlfriend. Um, essentially. So you guys were made for each other. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a big supporter of LSU, but... The thing is, Notre Dame, are you kidding me? I, I, I they, they proved last year they weren't worth it. At Florida lost so many recruits. I, I'm looking at, and then you look at Texas. I, I'm all on the same Ellinger in the Texas back trend. Hook them horns. Because when Texas is good, college football is good. By the way, Texas is another school I was looking at. But basically, I this top ten poll, first of all, Besides the top five, five through 25, it's a joke. Because, Kevin, um, he, Alabama's first national title earner, Nick Saban. Uh, I'm going to see if you know this trivia question. What were they ranked in the first preseason poll? Because I remember this. 2009? Yeah. The very first. Low or like mid-20s, if at all. 25. Okay. Alabama was ranked 25 the first year they won the national title. This is why this poll has never mattered. I'm going to tell you why. We may, The national champion may not be Clemson. It may not be Alabama. Texas, it may be some team we haven't even have ranked right now. It's probably going to be Clemson or Alabama, barring any injuries. I'm also on, Alabama's de- on, tech, on, on uh, Clemson's defense, and I'm also on Alabama's offense. So there you go. So, if we're going to talk, this, is the, this isn't the parody year, but this is the year we're going to see a lot of teams come out of the woodwork and taking chop shots. There may not be an undefeated team this year. I'm, I'm being serious. And You're, if there is, pray to God it's not UCF. God, national champs! Blake Portal's the boat! It annoys me that they can claim they were national champions that year because one publication had them as it. That's why the BCS got destroyed because of stupid statements like that. All right. The college football playoffs. Speaking of which, let's start doing division winners, Kevin. Ready to go? Conference winners. Ready to go? Yeah. So we'll start with the SEC right now. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. All right. So – my dark horse in the West, and you're going to hate me for saying this, is LSU. But I have Alabama winning it. Their schedule is too light. Besides playing the Tigers, they really don't have a test that's going to make them 
like maybe cringe myself ex- until the Iron Bowl. And before the Iron Bowl, they have a break. I have Alabama winning the West as usual. I Even Kelly Bryant oh, playing for Mizzou ain't going to matter. It's still going to be Alabama winning. But they're going to have one loss going to the Iron Bowl. I'm telling you that right now. They're gonna have, Alabama's going to have one loss going into the Iron Bowl? Yes, sir, but they're going to win the Iron Bowl. To who? I don't believe in Auburn. I don't. They can't get their shit together. Okay, so who do you think they're going to lose to? Well, that's the thing, because every year I try to predict Alabama's going to lose to one team, and they end up smoking them. The next week they lose to an unranked team that makes no sense, like an unranked SEC team. The year I always freaking lose. Because last year I thought they were going to go win out. So the thing is, if I'm looking at Alabama's schedule right now, if I'm going to stare it down, and I'm looking down, I'm right now literally focused, I'm looking at the schedule. They take down Duke, by the way, the first week. They're going to smoke Duke by 40. And everyone's going to be like, oh, Alabama's back. I'm like, Duke's trash. Well, Alabama's never gone, first off. First off, the only teams I can see them losing to are LSU. New Mexico State, obviously. Get off of it. LSU. Uh, LSU. And, oh, my God. They might win out. Unless they go into Texas A&M, they play College Station. And if you talk to our boy Rattlesnake, that place is like a goddamn cult. LSU and Texas A&M are the only trap games this year. LSU is not a trap game. Well, well Texas A&M is a trap game. LSU yep. is the only other game they can lose. LSU at Bryant-Denny isn't, doesn't concern me as much. A&M at College Station is terrifying. Alabama's had troubles there. Trouble there. They had trouble there last year when A and M had a horrible offense. So, yeah, I A and M also just scares me since Johnny Manziel, since he yeah. beat Alabama. So they do scare me, but I do I. All right, so maybe that's my loss that I think they'll take. I think they might I, LSU. It's a toss up for me because. The new quarterback, I love that. I, I have, like, a, a weird hope in them now. Slight, it's, a, it's a tiny hope. It's a fool's hope. But it's enough where, like, could Alabama not win the West? It, it, listen, before you jumped on my throat, for a guy, I watched them get absolutely freaking demolished by Clemson. Yes, Clemson had three defense, NFL first-rounders on their uh, defensive line. But the game didn't look close. Now, if Tua comes back out and smacks the living daylights out of every, every defense he goes up against, then, yeah, they may win out. But I'm worried down the stretch about their defense because the second Tua gets hit or runs into trouble, is their defense gonna be, is their offense going to be able to keep scoring enough where they can produce? So, I don't know. I, I think Clemson goes into the West one loss. Bama. SEC East. It's Georgia. Do we really have to debate this? No. No, they're the best team in the East by country mile. Let's move on. I have a sleeper pick for the SEC West, though, that I couldn't get in. Really? Yeah. I think if Tua can't stay healthy, he has shown some durability issues last year. I think it's a concern. I don't think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to last long. I think he'll be fine this year. It's not like a really bad ACL injury or something where he had it at the end of the year and missed games. I can see Auburn – Sneaking in and taking the West. Really? They did it two that's years gonna, ago. That's got to irk you more than me telling you I root for LSU. I don't think there's a good chance, but two years ago, 
Auburn went into the SEC championship, lost to Georgia. That gave Alabama the chance to get into the college football playoffs. But this feels like an Auburn kind of year. Gus Malzahn, is, is he on the hot seat? Is he going to stay there a while? And the thing about Gus Malzahn is if you know his backstory and what he came from, the dude's an offensive genius. The problem is his recruiting is hit and miss. True, yep, true freshman quarterback. Um, Bo Nix just announced today. I can see him either going off under a Gus Malzahn offense or, and I don't think he will, I can see it, but I doubt it because Stidham, they said playing for Auburn hurt his draft stock because of how their offense works and it's not a good offense. Exactly. Or he's going to suck, which I think is the most likely situation. If somehow he can piece together throughout the season – I can see Auburn potentially stealing a win here or there and getting to the SEC championship. And at that point, if Auburn is like, the problem is with the fact that, and I hate saying this because, you know, I might be trying to get a job with this certain network, but there's a certain network that has their hand in the college football playoff. And that certain network, I always feel like even if Alabama is out, they're still in. And that's the problem. They almost need to lose, and then Auburn needs to put Alabama like the, the Alabama away for Alabama not to make the title. And Kev, you cannot you cannot deny this. Every time Alabama's even sniffing close, if that certain network I'm referring to has their hand anywhere near it, they seem to always sniff their way in. Yeah, but yeah. also when they sniff their way in, like they did two years ago, they won. Exactly. So- it, but also, it was because, It was also like Tua, Tua's like coming out party. Because though, it because the college football playoff, it's not an exact. It's not as like it's not set like the BCS was. I as, was yeah. As Tim Tebow put it, it's not most deserving. It's who's the best team. Alabama might not be the most deserving Shout team. Out to Tebow. Yeah. But they're I, going to be the best. One of the best teams. All right, before we keep screaming at each other about the SEC, do you want to go on another conference? Sure. All right, we'll go to my conference now, the ACC. Oh. So, can we just agree the the championship game is going to be Miami-Clemson? No. Really? You're going to disrespect me like that? Oh, no, Clemson's not going to be in it. Wow. (laughs) I'm kidding. I I, I honestly believed you for a second. I was like, holy shit. Oh, that'd be incredible. If but it no, was it, not, if it was not Miami Clemson, if it was not if it was Miami versus whoever else got in there, Miami's walking into the, the the playoff. Because the only team I'm even some okay, so as a Canes fan, I will admit I have a, a slight bit of bias. But I'm also because I watched them burn under the Al Golden years and then last year their atrocity under the last year of Mark Richt, I've seen not so great, but with the Miami Hurricanes, they're winning the, the ACC Coastal for one re- for three reasons. One, six returning stars in defense, including all three of those All-American linebackers, including Shaq Quarterman, who is somehow in Heisman talks as a middle linebacker. That's impressive. Two, Jarrett Williams gives them the best chance to win. You want to talk about the three if, – if for all you don't know about the Miami quarterback controversy, you have Tate Martell, the big-name transfer – you had Nikozi Perry, the incoming young gun, four-star recruit who, who showed a lot of promise but had some off-field troubles. And Jarrett Williams, this redshirt freshman who nobody knew anything about. 
Williams won the starting job. Williams is basically Cam Newton with a little better ball discipline in college. And less mobility. I was going to say, are you predicting Jaron Williams for the Heisman? Or? No, 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 no. If he, if he does, it would be amazing. But the dude's got a bazooka for an arm. He's mobile enough. He's not a like a personality. The guy is very quiet. He keeps to himself, but he's a leader on the field. He's a he's not a personality off field. He's a personality on the field, which is what I love. It's that Brian Dawkins kind of persona, speaking of Clemson. Um, it's very... He's a very – he's the kind of – I always – I'm always about the, the whole spiel that my quarterback for my team should not be on page six but the front page of sports. Oh, if I have a quarterback, I don't want him being caught up in the celebrity bullshit or the tabloids. I want him being caught up in, oh, he just chucked four touchdown passes, and then the next day him and his fiance went and helped out the homeless at a homeless shelter. Quarterbacks need to be leaders fit mentally, physically, and spiritually on the field. And that's why I love Jarrett Williams. What bothered me about Tate Martell is there were always so much gimmicks around him. And yep. being seeing how gimmick quarterbacks or quarterbacks with volatility around their personalities has always burned, not just Miami, but other programs. I was just like – I was I, it started to warm me up to this guy. So the returning six starters, including Jonathan Gardner, Shaq Quarterman, Michael Pinkney – uh, Zach McLeod and a few others. That's a great defense. They were number five in the nation last year. Yes, they lost a couple of their their uh, defensive backs: Jaquan Johnson, Sheldrick Redwine, Joe John, Joe Jackson, um, Michael Jackson. But Joe Johnson, and Michael Jackson. But the defense reloaded. A lot of the positions they lost guys at were very deep at. I think Miami easily wins the coastal without even a question. Panthers, baby. By the way. Panthers, baby. Oh, God. Get the hell out of here. Kevin, you had conference play last year. Pat Narduzzi's coming back after a pretty good year. Won the Coastal last year. Quarterback's coming back. I want to remind you. Pitt, baby. Who smoked them the game before they played Clemson? And they still made it to the ACC championship. Here's why. They had already clinched it. Miami had a better had a better record than them by the end of the season. It was uh, because not in conference play, and that's all that matters. Yeah, well, that, uh, don't it was Mark Rick's fucking play calling. Don't even get me started. But Pitt is Pitt won't even make Pitt is probably going to be just a game over 500 this year. I their recruiting class was eh, their team is eh, and Pat Narduzzi's overrated as hell. So as long as a certain two or three ranked teams do not go into Pitt. In the top five, they will survive. Also, Miami had a better record. Miami went seven and six. Pitt went seven and seven. It it's not really like a better record. All right, all right. It's just you I'm lost less games because you Pitt played. Pitt lost a, a lot of good players. Miami only lost a couple. Uh, Miami wins this by a mile in the coastal. In the Atlantic. Is there anybody really going to challenge uh, Clemson, or can we just move on to the championship? I'm going to be honest with you. Didn't even look at the rest of the Atlantic because I was like, I don't need to. Clemson's gone. <laughs> I heard somebody say Florida State, and I almost fell off my chair. I was laughing so hard. Alabama broke Florida State. And then Miami broke Florida State <laughs> three weeks later. 
how do you choke away a 24-point lead in the fourth quarter? Is DeAndre Francois still in college, by the way? I thought he was on drug charges. I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, ex-Florida State quarterback, DeAndre Francois. So I'm assuming he is not there. Yeah. Um, Willie Taggart, I feel bad for the guy because it ain't even his fault at this point. That program is a mess. Oh, yes. But also, we found – I found – where DeAndre Francois is. Where? The Hampton Pirates of Hampton University. I love it. Virginia. FCS Independent. I so love it. Not only did they break Alabama and Miami break Florida State, they broke this man's career. Well, also the drug, the, 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 the charges that that guy hit Cat on him probably weren't helping either. Oh, no, probably not, but I'm just going to tell myself that the Crimson Tide and the Hurricanes, like, caused so much mental anguish, that's what caused that. You know what's so funny is, like, Florida State fans for years were like, oh, the U's gone, we destroyed the U, and I'm like, one Malik Rozier touchdown led to this downfall, it's beautiful, because Florida State was ranked when we beat them two years ago, with Malik Rozier throwing that touchdown to Darrell Langham. Florida State has spiraled out of control since then, and it's beautiful. I, I hate that college so much. It's part of, like, you know, God's frying pan. Um, so Also, it's gonna, people don't realize this because they think about, like, Miami, Naples, and Orlando. But outside of those three areas, the rest of that state's basically just the rest of the south but on meth. <laughs> it's And Kevin, who lived in the south for four years, can attest to this. All right, so basically, we have Miami Clemson in the title. You said Pitt just to piss me off. No, uh, I actually, I, I'm big on Pitt. All right, well, I'm not sold on Clemson. Now, hear me out. If if it's Miami Pitt, if it's Clemson Pitt, Clemson smokes. It's not even close. Clemson, my, Pitt will get destroyed. If you close to Miami, it's closer. Possibly Miami sneak. Upset. Only because Clemson lost a lot of depth on her defense. And the transfer portal brought in a lot of experienced guys who aren't freshmen. A lot of these guys are two, three-year starters at other colleges who are ready just to play under Manny Diaz. It's almost like loading up on free agents in the NFL. I'm excited for it. The only thing is Miami is the only program who really... When, like everyone's like discounting them about the Frazier report. I'm like, you guys realize these guys, some of these guys they got were like two, three year starters. And once you get to that point, you're mature enough to pick up a new system within a couple months. Everyone's like ignoring the fact that the, all these four or five star recruits went to Miami. And I'm like, am I the only one seeing the fact that they could beat 90% of the teams they play? Like the line for Florida is it, it's plus seven for Miami, which means that. They're giving Florida. I don't even know how to read the lines anymore. It's been it's been a year. So Clemson, though they first won three years ago, four years ago. Uh huh. No, three it was my sophomore year. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They're they've had me enough time. Drew, to, me and Andrew were watching the game in my in my uh, my house. That's why they have enough. They've had enough time to recruit and rebuild. It's like Alabama now. Every year people said, oh, they've lost all these players. They're not going to be as good. They have other five-star recruits who have been what, sitting on the bench. Do you for really two want years. to tell me the difference between Dabo Sweeney and Nick, and Nick Saban? 
Nick Saban's Belichick. Dabo Sweeney is my top one. No. Yes. Dabo is a much better coach than Mike Tomlin. I, I'm telling you right now that they got their second. I I, I am not. I am not stolen Clemson. I will listen. You could mark this in paper and you could rip me about it in January. I am not stolen Clemson. I still think that they're going to be in the AC title game, but even if they get past Miami, they could lose in the first game of the uh, playoffs. I'm not sold. I think there's so much hyper on Trevor Lawrence, Mark's favorite quarter, college quarterback. And I he, – he's, he's earned the hype, though. I know. He's a great quarterback, but also here's the thing. Your Alabama defense just looked shot. Oh, yeah. That was an awful game to watch. Oh, yeah. I think the problem was Clemson got out to a fast start, and your team just quit. Yeah, I mean – I don't know. I'm not as sold on Miami as you are, obviously, because I'm not a fan of Miami. Oh, but here's the thing. I'm also the biggest skeptic of Miami. Because no, I knew you're not. Season. Oh, no, 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 no. After that Virginia game, I knew the season was over. You have literally said to me before that Miami has the best receiving core in the country. No. You are the only fastest, person. Fastest, not best. You said best the first time. I might have been drunk. Okay, well, that's a little better. I still don't agree with it. I said fastest just because Jeff Thomas may be the next to Sean Jackson. This kid is a That's missile. Fun. Listen, I love Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be a first-round pick and a oh. half next year. But the thing is, I'm just saying that Miami is a very fast receiving core, and now you add K.J. Osborne in there along with uh, Gavin Harley and Jeff Thomas. It's a great core. And you also have Brevin Jordan – who was one of the top tight ends in two year in the class last year? It's like Miami has a great team. I'm not saying they're gonna knock off Alabama if they play them in the good. title, but they have a shot at chipping out at Clemson if Clemson thinks they have a mail-in game. I'm just telling you, don't be surprised if, if Miami's there at like 11 and one, sitting in the title ACC title game, waiting for Alabama Clemson. Like, what up, bro? We back? I because think. By the way, Jared Williams is Jared Williams is not Malik Rozier. He's not going to choke in big games, hopefully. I think also Miami, after the year they had last year, wasn't that good. 7-7, seven 4-4 seven, four four in conference. Their seven defense basically kept them in games. Oh, yeah, and this isn't a knock on Miami. But unless they go 12-0 or 13-0, whatever, blowing out every opponent and then beat Clemson – they're not getting into the playoffs. If they win the ACC outright, they'll make it in. I disagree. I I what what are you gonna give Oregon that shot on the West Coast? Because I'm about to make that transition to the Pac-12. I mean, if they win the Pac-12, then yeah. I'm but not. I, I'm I, telling you, the Pac-12 has basically become a power. Is become an other like an out like not power. It basically is power four to me because the Pac-12 is Oregon, 30 feet of shit, and everything else. Washington was in the college football playoff. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so in Washington anymore. You, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what's so funny? My cousin goes to UW right now. I'm actually going to go see a game with her in two years. I'm really hoping their program comes back. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll recruit Drew into this too. Look, I just uh, want to marry into the Clem family, okay? I told you. My parents will adopt you. Yeah, but I'd feel bad bailing on Stone Cold Steve Langley. He's the one who stayed. 
<laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> we'll find a cousin for you. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Oh, my God. This is fucking this is hilarious. Anyway, in the Pac-12, there's so much hype around Justin Hebert. Am I the only one who's just like, who cares? This is the Pac-12. Nobody plays defense. Hey, they played slightly better defense than the Big 12. I was going to say, I think the Big 12 defense is better this year. You're going to tell – I think – you know what's so funny? I think Oregon's going to, like, run the table in the Pac-12, and then they're going to be like, oh, but our point differential and our strength of schedule is so low that we're not making the playoff, and it's going to be the ACC, Big 12, Big 10, and ACC champion, which I would have no problem with. And also – I love Oregon to win the Pac-12. Only be, like I'm not even gonna pick a Pac-12 South champ because it's gonna be whoever, like maybe Arizona State, who's gonna come out of that like at like seven and three and get smoked by Oregon. The thing is to me that Oregon has all, their entire offensive line returning. Justin Hebert is back, of course. You know he like he surprised everyone when we stayed, and then I think he just didn't feel like dealing with the Tyler Murray hype, and then so instead he gets to deal with the Tua hype. And the Basically. Fromm hype. But Jake Fromm, I mean, like, Jake Fromm and Herbert are very similar quarterbacks. Two, I feel like, am I, is it just me, or just Tua just, like, the injuries scare the hell out of me, if I'm a GM? Um, it's concerning, but it's only been one year of that, kind of, and they've been kind of oh, just Oh, no, nagging. no, I get, I get that point. I'm just saying, for me, there's, like, when I look at Tua, I'm like, he like, could regress this year, but if he stays healthy, he's, he's also up. an Alabama quarterback, which just makes me really uncertain. No, he's one of the best passing Alabama quarterbacks they've had in years. AJ McCarron, not a very good quarterback, was just behind an all-time offensive line. Blake Sims, need I say more? Forty-three overall in Madden twenty, by the way. Starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers at one point. Wait, it, really? It hadn't. I had to play him a game because I had uh How bad did you lose? I think it was only for a half. I might have won because I just handed off to Joe. Anyway, that's enough about our Madden League. Um and then who was after Blake Sims? Jake I know I'm forgetting some people. Jake Coker. Jake Coker. No one really thought he was going to be good in the NFL. Then Jalen Hurts. The Jalen Hurts Blake Barnett issue. Blake Barnett transferred. Jalen Hurts started. What? Where did Blake Barnett go? He went to Arizona State, and now he's at South Florida. Ah. And then, this is two podcasts in a row, by the way. We've talked about Blake Barnett, which might be the most Eddie Woods talked about him. I saw him. We had this whole conversation with Blake Barnett before. I love when we circled back to Alabama already. It's hilarious. It's just what I do. All right. All right. Back to Pac-12, though. Okay. Oregon. Do you have anybody who's not Oregon winning the Pac-12? No, I have Oregon beating Utah. They're in the same conference. Um, are they? Yeah, they're both Pac-12 North, I thought. I don't know. I looked it up earlier, and I didn't think they were. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong here. I don't know. I also could be wrong. I, also, I don't really know these conferences. They make no sense. All right. Cool. I, I don't either. And like, like the Big Twelve has fourteen teams. No, nope, yeah. Utah. Utah's the Pac-12 South, which okay, makes so, no sense. Yeah. All right. So fine. Utah. You Utah loses to Oregon. I'll give you that one. I was gonna have Utah. I was gonna have Oregon smoking ASU, but 
There we I go. literally picked Utah because I had no idea All who right. else to pick. Big so. 12. Oklahoma? Texas? They don't have a uh, conference championship. Yeah, so it's either either or. I have Oklahoma 1, Texas 2. Same. I just don't trust Sam Ellinger throwing the football. I just think... Also, West Virginia is trash, Mark. <laughs> I mean, I love West Virginia. It's a beautiful state. I've driven through it for 10 minutes once, driving home from Alabama. And it's Same just... here. I drove through for 10 minutes driving home from North Carolina, and I stopped at the Chick-fil-A. I was not getting out of my car in West Virginia. <laughs> but, you know, also, West Virginia has some fire uniforms. But, yeah, it's Oklahoma. I think Jalen Hurts really going to succeed under Lincoln Riley. Yeah, I do too. Help I, his draft I, stock out. Even if he can't pass much better, he showed improvement at that last year. If he stays at the same level, see him be a fifth-round pick. I think fourth, third, because I think Lincoln Riley's going to elevate his game a lot. I mean, right. I wouldn't be surprised, but also I, I there's only there's just such a point you can reach with if you can't really throw a football very well, there you can only go so far. All right, here we go, Big Ten, Kev. Oh, this is gonna be fun. All right, so it's Ohio State and. Are you gonna finish or am I finishing? You're yeah. finishing. Okay, also, I would like to point out, up until, like, the other day when I was doing the research for this, I was convinced Ohio State could not win the Big Ten. Really? Then I realized that I was a big, wrong, dumb idiot. Well, I acknowledge that all the time. I just love you, so it's all yeah. okay. Well, um, but, yeah, no, I mean, Ohio State and Northwestern, Ohio State's going to beat them. I have Ohio State and Wisconsin. I picked Northwestern because I had uh, – Shout out a fellow Zavarian grad, Joe Gaziano. Ah, I see you. All right, you know, also, I, I mean, Northwestern's think. a solid program. They've Yo, been- I also, did you see the hype on Nebraska this year with uh, Garcia, their quarterback? You know I only follow SEC news outlets. No, I have not seen that. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. Like, I just haven't seen that one, though. They got all this hype on their new quarterback, and I'm just like, uh, oh, great. Someone else to hand their running back the ball 30 times a game. Amen, brother. I don't get why they're hyping up the quarterback. It's 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 ESPN and Fox Sports hyping them up. But uh, what are you going to oh, do? Oh, yeah, two great. It's Adrian, Martin, it's Adrian Martinez. So... Taylor Martinez, I think I think they're related because Taylor Martinez was a quarterback back in the day. But uh, yeah, no. So basically, we have for our conference winners, we have Ohio State, Oregon, L- um, Alabama, Oklahoma, and I'm missing one. Clemson. Clemson. There we go. Wow, we agreed on every one. I still think I'm not sold on Clemson completely, but so what are we looking at? Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Alabama for a title game? I have – wait, title game or just the semifinals? Semifinals. One through four, I have Clemson, Bama, Oklahoma, Oregon. Wow. You have you have Ohio State not making it. I think the college football playoffs 
still going to punish Ohio State for what happened last year? I'll give you that. I just think that Oregon's, like, crappy schedule is just going to screw them. I think so. if Oregon can come out hot enough and beat an, every team convincingly enough, they will still get in. I'm also going to tell you right now, two of these teams in both of our polls are not going to be there. Oh, definitely not. Do you have your oh, first yeah, no. two out? Oh, want to do a – yeah, let's do a, a, two, a two we think are out of our polls. So, for me, the two I think might be out of our polls are, for me – it's going to be Clemson and Ohio State. That's a ballsy pick. Actually, no, Clemson and Oklahoma. I have Texas possibly replacing them and Miami possibly replacing Clemson. I have. I don't see Alabama losing. So, and I don't have Oklahoma, I don't have um, Ohio State losing. I just think the Big Ten is so overrated for the rest of that conference. I think Clemson and Bama, I think are going to stay. I know you're not sold on their defense. I'm not very sold on their defense, but I think that. It's still going to be good enough, and their offense is still going to be good to get them there. And then I think Oklahoma and Oregon are going to be the two out, and then I have Ohio State and Georgia replacing them. All right, I'll give you that. So here, here to here, folks, we have our two, our two most likely to fall out of that poll. Those are our safety picks. Um, before we head out, Kevin, before we hit our last, uh, our uh, weird shit in sports, we're not going to pick thought- national championship winners. All right, who you got? I have Bama beating Clemson. Oh, my God. I have – oh, God. I don't even, I don't even know because, like, I can't pick Alabama. Oh, Jesus. It's, this is a and the fact that you said that is motivate, or is validation enough for me to say Jared's picking Bama. God, if Bama wins, I give up. But I, I, have, I have Bama beating Ohio State. Roll Tide, baby. God damn it. But if Miami wins, I have uh, Bama beating Miami. So Bama wins either way? Yeah. And I, I love unless... your picks. <laughs> of course you do, you fucking asshole. All right. Um, hey, I haven't even brought up the 1992 national championship this I whole time. I want you to throw you down a stairwell, like I told you before. It's like the second time you threatened right. me that day. This dude, by the way, in our Madden League, traded Joe Mixon to the Steelers. By the way, Madden 20, heads up. The CPU is overpowered. I gave up 200 total yards to Joe Mixon and yet still won the game. Hey, don't you dare respect the man I traded him for. Derrick Henry, the 2015 Heisman winner, is a stud. I love Derrick Henry. Don't even give me – I ran for 300 yards with him in men. So let's not even talk about that. Heisman picks. Kevin, is it going to be two – is it going to be anybody that's not named two or Trevor? It is going to be to a tongue of Iloa. I have my three finalists and a fourth potential. I have um I have Tua, I have Trevor, I have Jake, I have Justin. <laughs> four freaking quarterbacks. I have I Trevor. Have four quarterbacks too. What? I have four quarterbacks too. Wait, and I'm Justin guessing one of them is uh, one of them is Fields. From? What? Oh, you have Fields? Okay. No, so do I- you have Justin Herbert or Fields? I have I have I have From Fields. Tua and Lawrence. Okay, I have Lawrence. I just wrote two on this because I didn't feel like spelling out Tongue of Iloa, but Tua. Uh, Justin Herbert. And then my fourth is we're going to – I want to see an Oklahoma three-peat at Heisman. Jalen Hurts yeah. is my fourth. I would love to see a non-quarterback win. The concern is who's going to win it beside, at quarter or at another position. DJ Dallas from Miami? 
I'm going to ask that again and pretend you didn't say that. Who is going to win it besides one of these quarterbacks? I don't know. All right. You know what? I, I gave it a shot. All right. Or Najee uh, Harris. Ooh, okay. Um, I like that pick, actually. Um, yeah, he's like one of two running backs on their death chart right now. He's getting the ball 40 times a game. Ooh. All right. Kev, we're shitting sports. Rock and roll. The first bowl game to ever get a sponsor. Back in 1986 was the Sun Bowl when John Hancock sponsored them. And they have a new sponsor now. It is now going to be known as the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Yes! It's great! great! And the logo is just hysterical. It just says Sun Bowl and then with Tony the Tiger's face. No, actually, Tony the Tiger... The text for Tony the Tiger is bigger than the text for Sun Bowl on the new logo. It might be the funniest thing I've ever seen, and I'm so excited. I am too. All right, folks, you ready for the smooth jazz? All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're doing a uh, combo today. We're previewing the first ever college uh, We're previewing a college game while doing the smooth jazz in last call. Miami plays Florida in revamping the rivalry that gave so many great memories like Alex Alex Brown's black eye uh Stephen Morris knocking out the top rank the high ranked Gators you know in 2013 all great memories but Florida finally manned up and played Miami again um they play Saturday for the 150th anniversary of college football which is amazing I love college football Kevin does of course too um Kevin of course got to see more of it than I ever will because you know I uh, was poor uh, and had bad grades. Basically, the grades thing is more of the reason why. Well, Miami, I could have gotten it. I just had to pay full price. Um, you look at everyone's so high on Florida. If you're a betting man, I'm not saying bet Miami, but don't be surprised if the Miami defense comes out and makes that Florida offense look awful. This may be an ugly game, Kevin, because you have two good defenses and you have a Florida quarterback who I was never sold on from the get-go last year. So just be warned, within two weeks of the college football season, we're going to see the top 25 poll shift rapidly. And by the way, next week we will be doing our, our NFL preview show. I'm talking divisions, MVP. Comeback Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Super Bowl predictions, playoff predictions. We got everything. So it's going to be me, Kevin, Savannah. It's going to be a great show. We've got big interviews coming up during the year. Check that out. We are going to have our MLB playoff preview coming around the last week of September, early October. We're going to have some more other good stuff as well. Folks, thank you for coming on for Episode 52 of the Corner Booth Podcast. I'm your host, Jared. That's Kevin. We're out. This episode of The Corner Booth has been brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Follow your host on Twitter at Belly Up Jared and at Mark Riley.